0: Hi, this is Stacey Eldridge. Welcome to the Ransom Heart Podcast. It's my joy and privilege to be sitting here in the studio again, hosting today's podcast. So welcome, listeners. For those of you that were with us last time or weren't, we're continuing a little two-part series on choosing our hearts. And I'm here with Stacy Burton. And Alex Burton. So yes. welcome back, you guys. Thanks for coming back.
1: Choosing heart.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you are. Choosing Coming
1: back. Yeah, you are.
0: Choosing to be vulnerable. Yes. Choosing to admit that life is not always a bed of roses.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: So we ended last time. Just both of you shared beautiful stories. And if you didn't listen to it, go back and listen to it on places where God has called you to choose our heart. And both of you shared places— relationally. Alex in your marriage mm-hmm. and same with you Stacy and with your children. And then also that all ties into our relationship with God. Right. So continuing with our conversation and just admitting together that life is hard and there are difficult choices to be made moving toward our spouse, moving toward a friend when Conflict is the path. Like you have to have that hard conversation. Right. Or not have that hard conversation and then have the distance creep in and the uncomfortableness. Mm-hmm. And something that I've been thinking of lately, and I would love your feedback on this. Do you ever feel like when your life is hard that you're doing it wrong? <laughs> That's a knowing little touch. I
1: I think that's the first reaction (laughs) that I have when life is hard. Mm -hmm. Like, what am I doing wrong? Again. And it must be. I mean, that must be the answer is I'm doing something Mm -hmm. wrong. I've got this wrong.
0: Why do we think it must be? Mm.
2: To me, it feels that way because I feel like, oh, here I am again. This is what I did so wrong last time, Mm -hmm. and I'm doing it again. There's been, and that's the joy of the hard, is God comes into it, and you are grown. As Alex was telling his story, it brought Alex and Mel closer together for choosing the hard. For me, like, it brings Eric and I closer together. It certainly brings me closer to God and healing, but it feels like the same old stuff. And yeah, what am i doing wrong again?
0: Mhm. What about in um not your relationship with other people, but your your spiritual life. What about there? How are you choosing to press into the heart of God there that maybe is not so easy? Go ahead. Lots right. of pauses and thinking. Oh, that's gosh, good. No. How are you fighting for your relationship with God? Like rather Mm -hmm. than choosing an an easy path of, you know, we talk about Mm -hmm. how um, we used to pray together as a family. Dear God, thank you for the beginning of this new day. In Jesus name, amen. (laughs) (laughs) And that was basically it. You know, just a simple little prayer. And at night it was pray for a good sleep and no nightmares. Yeah, Simple little prayers like that. They don't cut it anymore. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So this is an area God snuck up on me this summer. Yeah. And so this summer uh, was seven years that I've been here at Ransom Heart. Yay. And so much God's done in those seven years of being here. But at seven years, one of the gifts and blessings you and John have implemented here for us is, is we get a sabbatical. After seven years, and so I took a portion of that sabbatical this summer, and um, it was surprisingly hard. Mm. I think people hear, oh, you get a sabbatical. Won't that be fun? <laughs> Lie on the like, beach. <laughs> yeah, you're, you get to do nothing. It's really fascinating when you quiet down
0: oh, and yes. you make
1: yourself available. It's exposing. Mm it's an exposing experience. And quite honestly, for part of this sabbatical, what I ended up doing, so I was training for this big bike ride Mm -hmm. that I was going to do at the end of the summer, which wasn't part of the sabbatical, but it was something I had dreamed of doing for a long time. And so over the sabbatical, I kept riding my bike just to stay in shape. And so one of the things I did was went up, to the mountains to an area that's a phenomenal mountain biking area but it's also remote and it's it's a beautiful area in the mountains of Colorado here mm-hmm. and and just needed needed a few days by myself because I just felt God calling me uh-huh. out there and so I had some friends that let me borrow their pop-up and which was a total joy and set it up on a lonely hill in mm-hmm. the middle of this beautiful area that kind of overlooked a valley with mountains behind and mm. so I thought oh man this will just be a, a great spot but as I got it set up and as I finished and got all my tests done and sat down and said what am I going to do for three days <laughs> right <laughs> there was it was like I don't know what I'm going to do for three days and so I start trying to figure out things to do and very quickly God came and said don't do anything mm. And it was super disruptive. Mm -hmm. And the challenge from God was, no, you actually need to learn to be quiet. And you need to learn to be still. And you need to learn that nothing's required in this moment. Wow. But to just be quiet and let me tend to your soul. Mm -hmm. And it was so difficult to quiet down my mind, Mm -hmm. not jump to, you know, what am I going to get up and ride tomorrow? Which trail am I going to do? And I wonder how Mel and the kids are doing yeah. at home. And right. I, I wonder how everybody is at work. And, uh, like, your mind just races right. and races. Right,
0: silencing that inner chatter is yeah. difficult.
1: Yeah, and it was super difficult because it, in the quieting down, what I found was just how disconnected I had become from my father. Mm. And I think that was one of the biggest Takeaways from that time was I filled my life with so much, and mm-hmm. I run at such a pace, mm-hmm. and I and I worry about so many other things that I get so disconnected mm-hmm. from that relationship, mm-hmm. and so it it felt risky to go and be quiet and realize where the state of my soul and my relationship with God was, which wasn't in a great place, mm-hmm. but it was so needed. Yes. And so I would say that was probably the greatest example from this last year of choosing spiritually hard.
0: (laughs) Thank you for that. A number of years ago, maybe it was 10 years ago, John did a teaching on the spirit of the age, Mm. being busyness, Mm. like being swallowed in that. And it has not gotten better. Right, It's gotten a lot worse, the busyness factor. And the soul needs to do nothing. Mm Mm-hmm. You need time like that, like you experienced. And like I'm guessing you're trying to figure out a way to implement that in your weekly – like that can't be mm-hmm. every seven years. That's Oh, my goodness. But a way to have that stillness and quiet and
1: – Yeah, and it has. I mean it's translated into – you know the reality is we've just started the school year and so now we're back and we're going. And I mentioned before – you know, our son's in junior high and our kids are at different campuses now. And, right. and so the day is just cooking. It's moving mm-hmm. now. And so what it's become for me now is is just the five minutes. Yes. It's, it's just five minutes. Yes. And it's get in the car and don't turn it on. Don't turn on the music. I should be quiet. Be still for five minutes. And let that be a reorienting to where am I? How am I doing? And, mm-hmm. and, uh, Father, where are we?
2: So, yeah,
0: that is brilliant. And if you're listening and you've never tried that, I can't encourage you enough. It sounds simple, it's not, it's hard, and it's so worth it. It's mm-hmm. really what you need. That's probably why you're listening to this today. What about you, Stacey? Did anything come to your mind as you were listening to Alex, just um, a way that in your life, in your fullness, you are fighting for having time with God, pursuing your relationship with him?
2: Yeah. Busyness is definitely a factor. And I find that I go running to spend time with God. its I don't listen to music. I don't listen to anything but my footsteps and That's how I can hear his voice, and early morning is the best time to do that, but it's very easy to choose not to because the bed is so cozy, Yes, and by the end of the day, it's certainly stolen because life just definitely takes control. So I am so grateful that through my time at Ransomed Heart, just that I have been able to become more aware of what I need, and... It is what God was asking of me, calling me into, of loving myself, and that is choosing him. And so I am now able to name it that when my world feels so chaotic, that is a really big red flag for me to go be with God, Mm. go outside. And that's what I chose when I was asking God, like, what's wrong with me? What can I do so differently to be nicer to my husband and kids and ultimately everyone in my life? I chose to not sit on the couch, but rather go into the hills where I know God is always waiting for me. And it's often stolen, like I was saying, the time to get out and be with him. But I know the difference it makes in my life when I choose to go be quiet and listen to him. And fighting for that is hard, but it makes all the difference.
0: Oh. That's so encouraging. That's so good. Yes. Yes. We'll see if this resonates with you guys. I kind of thought that when I was living in my calling and I knew that he called me to do and wanted me to do and what I love mm-hmm. to do, that it would be easy. <laughs> <laughs> that I wouldn't get tired. That I wouldn't. Get discouraged. I just, you know, I'm running on the wings of the eagles. I am soaring. I'm, you know, and um, yeah. And I have found that not to be true. Right. And it was really interesting to me to look at what God calls us to. And throughout the Scriptures, He does not call us to an easy life. No. Moses was called to an incredibly difficult task. Jeremiah, David. Paul, James, you just look at the pillars of the faith. Esther, Hmm. not called to do, oh, this is going to be really easy. You're Hmm. going to love this. No, this is going to be really hard. Look at Jesus.
1: Hmm.
0: This will require more than you have. Yeah. And you will have to cling to me, press into me, trust me. So just because something's hard – doesn't mean you're not walking in the will of God. Yes.
2: Right. And
1: Stacy, you know, I put the question back to you. If you look at your life and the growth that you've experienced in your life, where has that primarily <laughs> come from? Right.
0: Exactly. It comes through the hard. Yeah. It comes through choosing the hard. Yeah. You both shared examples in your relationship, and when John and I were first married—by that I mean the first decade—I mean—and I still don't go, "Oh, yay, conflict! Let's run <laughs> mm-hmm. into that! Woohoo!" How am I failing you today? It's—it's yes. it's, it's difficult, but it used to be crippling. Yes, because I really thought that if there was conflict, then the bottom was going to drop out. I was going to be swallowed, and ultimately, the truth would be known that I'm a failure anyway. And you know, just. Old wounds Mm -hmm. that I had not yet walked with God into. Right. But through conflict, through difficulty, came the invitation from God Mm. to let's look at this together. Mm -hmm. And this isn't what I want for you. Not that now your life is going to be easy, but it's going to be rich like our life with God, it's yeah. not easy, but it's significant. It's filled with beauty and right. adventure and life. And, right. And that whole thing I'm learning, you know, come to me, you who are weary, find life burdensome, and I will give you rest. My yoke is easy. My mm-hmm. burden is light.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: not talking about our life. It's talking about our soul. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. that being at rest in God. And like you talked about, Alex, having time where the soul does nothing. Yeah. It just observes and rests and becomes more aware of the love of the father that is not based on how we are doing or being in any moment. Right. But by the fact that he is, mm-hmm. we are his, that brings a deep rest.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: That's a heart worth fighting for. Definitely.
1: Yeah. As I've gone along too, I think I've come to appreciate the hard. For that very reason, because when I look back on my life, Stacy, just like we just talked about, the most growth and the most transformation in my life has come from the hard moments. And like you said, we see it throughout the scriptures. And one of the scriptures that has really been something for me to stand on in the hard moments of life is one of David's psalms in Psalm 1833. He says, he makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He causes me to stand on the heights. And the interesting thing about that scripture is David doesn't say God levels the mountains and makes it all easy and makes a really easy path for me. He says, no, he gives me the feet for the path that's before me. Mm. And so when I'm choosing hard, it's not that I'm gutting it out or that I'm trying to get through the hard on my own strength. It's that I'm turning to God and going, I know this is something I need to walk through, but you give me the feet for the path that you've laid out before me. Because the path, he's probably not going to change it. Yeah. Sometimes he does. Sometimes he does come and he'll smash a mountain for us. But I think most of the time he comes and he gives us the feet for the difficult path that we need to mm-hmm. head down.
0: Yes.
2: When I think of choosing the hard, Alex and I, 10 years ago, got to go to Israel together with Ray Vanderlyn. Right. And it was an amazing experience. And one of the things that stuck in my mind is he brought Mm -hmm. us to this ancient Olympic stadium and told us to run around it. And all we did there, I mean, we walked in the footsteps of Jesus. So it was amazing. But go, run around this Olympic stadium. (laughs) Go. And it was You know, it's hard to run around it. And we came back and he said, why are you all carrying your backpacks? (gasps) Right? (laughs) And so it was like running around an Olympic stadium is hard enough. When you're carrying extra weight that you certainly do not need to be carrying, that you need to give to God, Mm -hmm. it's hard. But he is with you. He has it. He has you. And he's trustworthy. And he's Mm -hmm. trustworthy.
0: I closed the blog that I wrote. That is beautiful. (laughs) That picture is brilliant. The blog I wrote, Choose Your Heart, ends with these words. Choose life. Choose joy. Mm -hmm. Choose thankfulness. Choose Jesus. Choose to obey. Choose the good. Choose your heart wisely. Thank you both for being with me in this podcast. I'm inspired, encouraged and want to make good choices. And I hope that you listeners are too. Thank you for joining us on the Ransom Heart Podcast. If you haven't gotten our app or tuned in to our website, join us there. There's so many resources for you to help you in the heart and to help you to choose God. See you next time.